Hello and welcome back to Ratchet Radio, a full franchise Mega Man retrospective podcast. I'm Nora. I'm joined by Curly. Hello, I'm Curly. Did you have your calcium today? I, I super super did. I was literally eating cheese while watching <laughs> these episodes. Nice. Uh, we watched two episodes of Meg- Rockman EXE. We sure did. And I have a summary up. I almost I typed in NYT warning. <laughs> <laughs> I think that show would be a lot less entertaining than this one. So our first episode is. Robotic Fish Gone Wild, or Challenge of the Rampaging Fish. The episode starts off with Lin and his friends net battling in Yai's treehouse. Yeah, fucking uh, Mega Man is 23 and 0 over decks. That's that's fucked up. <laughs> the thing about going 0 and 23 is that it's really close. <laughs> yeah, it really was close, though. Uh, but then Masa shows up. Uh, he barges into the treehouse and trips all the alarms to tell the kids to go outside and play outside and exercise instead of playing inside all day. Yeah, standing in for the parent of every child watching this show, I think. And then he makes them do a workout montage. He makes them do a workout montage, but because the camera can only see the top half of them, he assumes they're running behind him, but actually they're all using roller skates or scooters, so... And then he makes them do push-ups, and he makes them do other stuff. There's baseball Yeah, he hits baseballs at them. At one point, Uh, Yai's like, I'm too rich for this shit, and he says... I don't give a fuck about generational wealth. I'll kill your dad. Hits a ball at her and she ducks and then Dex gets hits in the nuts. Yeah, and then he's like, I know how Gutsman felt because Mega Man threw a mini bomb at his nuts earlier. Classic. Classic stuff. Meanwhile, Lord Wiley berates Count Zap, Miss Mad, and Mr. Match for their failures. They bicker, but formulate a plan to attack the robotic aquarium. Jelly viruses are unleashed on the aquarium's fish robots, causing them to leave their cages and wreak havoc on the city by floating through the air at a moderate speed and then bumping into things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, like, they move real slow, but uh, one of them is moving towards L- Lan at one point, and then... Masa like jumps in front of him and is like, wait, and like cuts the fish to pieces because he says, the tuna weigh 350 kilos. So if you bump into one, you're done for. But it's it's moving like real slow. And it's not gonna run you over because it's not in contact with the ground. <laughs> the shark that features prominently in this episode is implied to be wanting to eat them, but never moves its mouth or anything. <laughs> Uh, Moss says, testing Lan and his friends on fish facts, hashtag fish facts, when they are besieged by the robotic fish. Masa defeats an attacking fish with his knife, uh, while Yai and Lan send in Glide and Mega Man to investigate, and they find the jellyfish. And they're also attacked briefly by Shark Man, a new net navi. Yeah. Also in this, uh, this scene where they're doing fish education, they're all, you know, they're all conked out from 
having 5,000 baseballs hit at them. Uh, and then he's like, all right, you can have a, a snack. And he gives them fucking fish biscuits for more calcium. <laughs> How many, like, I, I bet this guy's had like 12 kidney stones for, from just only I, I ever just got, eating calcium. I just got to check something. Calcium content in fish. Uh, well, what kind of fish? Give me a fish. Cod? Tuna? Cod? Cod is not on the list. Tuna's on the list. Let me find tuna. Tuna's not on the list. I thought tuna was on the list. Uh, how about tilapia? That's a fish. One fillet of tilapia has 12 milligrams of calcium. Is that a lot? I I have no idea. Daily value. Uh, uh, calcium, 1%. Huh. Okay. Based on a 2,000 calorie diet. Uh, apparently, calcium is rich in sardines canned with bones. I think it's the shrimp... Shrimp. The fish bones that might have more calcium. Yes, fish bones have high calcium content. I mean, my guy does like fish bones. I know we don't see him crunching on any, but he's he's a fan of fish bones, as we'll see later in this episode. I guess that makes sense. Our bones are high in calcium, too, yeah. if you think about it. I mean, if you know calcium makes your bones grow strong, it makes sense you'd get it by sucking it out of other bones. Bone vampires. Yeah. I think, there's, I think there are some Naruto episodes about that. Now I'm just wondering how much calcium is in, like, stock. Uh, this is not about Mega Man, though. Uh, so, they're cornered by the shark, and Mega Man Boy has to get to the console to help Mega Man... And Masa decides to heroically, heroically sacrifice himself by running around and making lots of noise to draw the robot shark toward him. He makes a really incredible face when he, he realizes he's, you know, the thing to do is to sacrifice himself for the good of the kids. Because he's, he's, he's just a weird guy. <laughs> he's a really, he's a really weird, weird guy. guy. And he he, he wears it you... well, you know. Have we, have I called him a freaky fish guy yet? I I mean, you have now, right? He is a freaky fish guy. He's a freaky fish guy, but he's our freaky fish guy. Um, Mega Man is fighting the big jelly because all the jellies turn into a big jelly, but his sword isn't working. But then Land gets to the computer and he's trying to use other stuff, and then suddenly a fish skeleton throwing knife lands in the wall next to him with a string on it with holding a new battle chip called electric sword uh and he uses that and shark man helps also to defeat the jelly and um he's like damn i wonder who could have done this <laughs> who could have who would have used a yeah. fish skeleton shaped knife to throw a battle chip at me like, he, he almost forgets to mention it. Like, Yaya's like, yeah. like, Yaya's like, how did you figure out its weakness? And he's like, oh, well, it was Massa's lesson, which, uh, 
you know, taught me about how jellyfish are made mostly of water and therefore would be weak to electricity. And it's like, okay, cool. Where did you get the Alexord chip? And Lan's like, oh yeah, actually, now that you mention it. It's weird. Someone threw a fish-shaped projectile with it tied to a string into the room I was in, but I didn't find them. Also, I don't know who Shark Man was, but he was there. <laughs> anyway, time to cut to a big tower with the dead robo shark pierced on its top with masa standing on top of it <laughs> gazing out into the sunset and saying eat your calcium kids yeah this episode was fun i uh yeah. i i don't think i've ever heard anyone say the phrase at times like this you have to stand your ground and see what happens i think i think <laughs> i think masa might have invented that one i took a screenshot of that because i liked it also uh to get shark like well first of all when they arrive in the uh robotics aquarium i think is what it's called uh they in in the net for the robotics aquarium like mega man they they uh is it shark man that blows out the platform they're standing on so they fall into it they fall into like the water below there's water mm-hmm. on the on the internet i think that's new mhm yeah also when Mega Man shows up, the villains all, like, seeing that Shark Man is also there doing stuff, the villains do say, ah, it's that blue net navy again. And it's like, do they mean Mega Yo. Man? Do they mean Shark Man? That passed me by, that's cool. Because <laughs> they're both blue. But uh, another thing that happens here is that, like, to get Shark Man involved in this fight, uh, Mega Man is struggling to point the Alexord at the giant jellyfish because the Alexord is really more of a gun or lance because, like, he doesn't swing it. He points it at the jellyfish and then it extends through the jellyfish and kills it. It's sort of like a laser pile bunker. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But then uh, they win. And uh, delete the jelly. Hmm. Another uh, also, uh, the villains are very proud of their plan to have the <laughs> yeah. robot fish meander through the city. <laughs> They're so psyched. It's it's funny, right? It's a similar thing to it, it, on like a different scale, I guess, because it uh, you know so far the standard has been better, and it's sort of gone together better right but like it's a similar thing to how dr wiley is equally psyched to steal roughly ten thousand dollars of gold and to like (laughs) destroy the moon and the earth's oceans in (laughs) the ruby spears show right like uh they're equally psyched in fact they're more psyched about this plan than they are about miss mad's plan in the next episode which is like very definitely going to kill tens of thousands of people if it works What are the other two doing during next episode? I don't, I don't yeah, I don't, I don't see him around, so I don't know. Count Zap is at his day job as a chef, I think. <laughs> um, you reckon like being part of of World Three is one of his two hobbies? The other being playing the electric guitar in like some <laughs> shitty band. He's 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 um. He's a one-man journey cover band. <laughs> yeah, I see that. He performs at the State Fair 
and occasionally at a, like a place, like an open mic place. Yeah, he'll be at like, you know, he could be in like the background of one of these episodes, but the characters won't recognize him because he's all covered in instruments and stuff. Like, you know? If TikTok existed, he would gain a very small measure of micro fame <laughs> for like six weeks. Yeah, he'd get like a BuzzFeed byline or something. Do you want to talk about the next episode? Yeah, was there anything else about this episode? Like this episode was kind of like you know, it was it, it was nothing incredible, but it was like it was it was it was fun. It was good vibes. I like it was fine. I, I like Massa. The next episode has some more things to talk about. I like the next episode a lot. I, I laughed a lot at the next episode. Episode 6 is called Ice Ice Baby, known as Sub-Zero Brawl in Japan. Yeah. Vanilla Ice didn't really get the, the market <laughs> penetration in Japan in quite the same way. The episode starts off with the squad leaving school, discussing their afternoon plans when Tori runs past them and bumps into the fucking... Every time this is going to happen... <laughs> Tori bumps into Lan, drops a key card that we'll need later, and gets into a car with Maddie, who is... What's, <laughs> Miss, what's her other name? Miss Mad? Miss Mad. Flannery from Pokemon? Her? Yes, Flannery from Pokemon. Um... And they drive off, and then all the water shuts down, and people buy all the water and are freaking out because there's no water. Um, but there is water at Yai's house, because they're rich. And they have a year's supply of water, uh, always. Yeah, they make sure every day that they have a year's supply. <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a fucking dark thing for the fabulously wealthy family to, like, ensure that they have at all times. Like, oh yeah, you know... If there is a water crisis, we'll be fine. Are you expecting a water crisis? Uh, <laughs> hmm. No, but does that is that a year's supply of water for the people living there, or a year's supply of water for the people there and all of their gardens and their fountains? <laughs> yeah, like the whole rest of the fucking city is like you know dying for fucking water crisis and. <laughs> Meanwhile, like lush green fields, like basically the 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 Gabcom, you know, the Gabcom heirs estate would be <laughs> sieged pretty quick if this water thing went off. You know, mm -hmm. they've got a lot of resources there, including, <laughs> a f including an incredible sequence that uh, I'll have to clip and and put on Twitter. Uh, they're sitting in some room, um, they, uh, so Glide has the ability to get into, like, security networks, because he's rich, and they go to the Waterworks network and find out that it's all frozen, and Glide gets, like, attacked, and they decide they have to go to the Waterworks and figure out what's going on, and they're about to leave, and then Yai stops them. And hits like this button that makes her chair and the sofa that the other three are on get like sucked down a tube and placed into the framework of a car. And then the car 
builds itself around them and goes out a tube and the tunnel opens up with the trees moving out of the way like it's the fucking Batmobile. Yeah. Batmobile. It's like fucking like Batman, Evangelion, like, you know, ridiculous logistics to to, to move these people from inside of a fucking secret base treehouse to in a rocket car with, with the fucking, you know, like, uh, I, I don't even know what you'd call that, but like, a place for the, the the rocket engines of the car to like boost off of that kind of thing. It's so cool. And also, the license plate says Yaito. Mm, it does. It's a lot. Also, I think three out of the like Glide's been in four episodes now, and I think in three of them he has paratrooped in ahead of Mega Man and and gotten owned and gone dark on the comms. Like that's his thing now. <laughs> Well, at least he didn't get smacked in the face with a big ball this time. That does happen to Iceman later, though. Yeah. <laughs> Color Man getting a hell so, of a lot of mileage out of that. So there's a riot at the Waterworks. And the kids break in, and there's this big security robot, and they're scared of it, but it's turned off. Except that then Dex hits it, and it turns on. And they chase, and it chases them around a bunch. That's funny. I, um, I thought that was funny. And then Dax jacks into it and turns it off. They go. Mega Man finds Glide and the network frozen, but is suddenly attacked by Iceman EXE, who's a little guy. Yeah, Iceman EXE is a little guy. That's also, I mean, yeah, they're they're using all the designs from the games, and that is uh, Iceman is like because. I don't know that the, but but the the they're like net navvies aren't usually that short, right? Like they, they actually mm. are pretty have like pretty heavily varied silhouettes, but not so short usually. That's an Iceman thing. Even more of a little guy than Iceman normal. Mm, right, exactly. Uh, and Iceman tries to freeze Mega Man and then uh, attacks him with a sword, but Mega Man d- just defeats him instantly. Uh, tells him, you better clean all this up, but then, who should show up? But Wacko Man! <laughs> Wacko Man has a frozen glide, and um, he's, he's holding him as hostage so that Iceman can freeze Mega Man. Uh, Dex tries to put Gutsman into the the server, but that takes him out of the security robot, and that makes the security robot chase them some more. And then Land trips it, or tries to trip it with some bars. Yeah, like you know, he puts some like uh, yeah, some bars on the floor, so it's the robot feet will roll on them, and then it, like it, it's like oh shit, I can't get past here. And then Land starts gloating, and it's like actually I can get past here, and kicks them out of the way. <laughs> actually, fuck you. Uh, and then they use the key card from earlier to open a supply closet and hide in there where they find Tori's dad, who works at the water works. In between here, there's a bit where, uh, I think it's just after Mega Man gets frozen and, uh, Ms. Mad is like, great, plan successful, we, we smashed it. Uh, she, she's like... Thanks for all your help, Toru. Everybody, everybody's gonna love us now that we've done this. And she goes to like <laughs> pat him on the head, and he like swats her hand away, and you know makes like an angry face or whatever. And she just fucking cackles. It's hilarious. She's just so twisted. She's a she's a sick. She's a wacko. 
<laughs> Wacko's voice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um apparently his name is Dr. Freud. Yeah, like like cold in French. Froid. But also Freud. Yeah. Um so trying to find the description of what the problem is. I don't know that the bacteria thing is in this summary at all. So, yeah, so the the they've they've shut off the water and if the water stays if the water sits for too long, then the bacteria that they filter out of it is going to get into it and then it's going to evaporate and get into the air. So there will be like the water will be like they're, they're going to poison the water and then also disperse it into the air. So <laughs> lots of people are going to die if this doesn't get solved. I don't really understand how that works or why they would build it that way. But regardless, it's bad and people are going to be in trouble. If they don't fix it. And the way they fix it is that there's a big wheel with some chains on it. And then Dr. Freud hits it with a crowbar so that the chains break. And then they have to spend several scenes trying to turn the big handle, which is very big, uh, while they're uh, in the digital scape. Mega Man and uh, Iceman is, like, fighting. Um, Iceman is, like, going to... Do a change of heart and be good, but then he has to fight Wacko Man, and that's not going to go well. Iceman is weak, um, but Iceman thaws out Mega Man, and then the, the opening theme starts playing as Mega Man starts fighting Wacko Man. Yeah. So, like, is this the first time in this show that the solution to the problem caused by connecting everything to the internet has been to use what we used before it was connected to the internet? Because previously... Like, the solution was to fix the internet, right? Right. Like, oh, my internet-powered oven has been hacked by nefarious viruses, and now my house is burning down. It's okay. I've deleted the viruses. Everything is fine. <laughs> but but this time, no, we actually, we're all going to, like, people are going to start dying if we don't, uh, if we don't, you know, m go to where the valves are and manually shut the water off. Which also, like, in addition to this episode having... It doesn't like linger on them. It doesn't. It doesn't. Nobody says loads of people are going to die if this happens. So it's not like you know suddenly all doom and gloom. But it is. It's a. It's a marked increase from the last episode. Also, uh, uh, Doctor Doctor Freud is so like you know he's putting so much effort into turning this uh, this wheel that first he like bruises his hands and he has to bind them and then you get like a zoom up shot of him like straining against this metal and his hands start like bleeding into the bandages I was like whoa things have escalated it's look he's determined to save the city yeah um Anyway, it seems like Tori is going to try and join the main cast from now on. Yeah, got a, they make friends. Got a net navy design, got to use it. And despite the fact that his design is the most generic, like compared to Land oh, and yeah, Dale yeah, yeah, and Dex, like, he does not stand out. He looks like an extra. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, right? Because in the game, uh, Iceman's operator is is the Doctor, and they've taken his son hostage to as leverage for him because obviously, like, you don't need a character to join the main cast, right? Like, you're 
your mm-hmm. v- villain of the week. You fight Iceman, and then Iceman can just be gone forever. Whereas this time, they've swapped that and had the boy operating Iceman because, you know, they need to keep the Navi around, but the boy's design is super boring. Like, you can tell that he was just a generic NPC boy in the game, I think. Yeah. Uh, when uh, Mega Man emerges from the ice, like, gets defrosted... Because yeah, like Iceman loses the fight with with Color Man, and then, but he he like when he gets knocked down, he lands next to the giant icicle that Mega Man's trapped in, and he defrosts it. Mega Man says, "No, I will be your opponent." And then yeah, the theme starts playing, and they fight. Uh, where was I? Going? Oh yeah, uh, Color Man shoots some fire, and I think it's like two, like a you know twin spiral of fire and water or something. And Mega Man grabs Iceman and jumps out of the way, and as like. You know, he does a, a cool landing and, you know, gets ready to fight and sort of sets Iceman down. And <laughs> Iceman is, like, completely wiped out from the super fast twirly <laughs> jump. He just, like, sort of twirls on the spot and falls over. Like, it's it's so, it, it, I don't know, it's so small and so, like, superfluous to the scene. But it's just really funny. It just gives the, I, it's, it's sort of like the character of the show is building i think it's like it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's growing on me a lot cuz it happens again in this the, at the end of this episode you have the the sun is setting the plot's resolved we did it let's all shake hands and and move on with our lives and uh everyone's like you did it you did it lan you did it mega man thanks and also you too toru you did it and you iceman did it we could have done it without any of you and dex says and you couldn't have done it without me either. And it makes like a punching sound. And then in this shot of all the characters like smiling and reconciling and, you know, and shaking hands, <laughs> Dex is like keeled over from having been punched in the stomach. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, it's a cute show. <sighs> the Yaito mobile is the standout. Yeah. Pe- bit of this to me absolutely i was i was just i knew that like this show would have some like i I, this is something i would have expected from ruby spears honestly (laughs) the like robot arm takes the couch and puts it into a car and that's the back seat now feels more like that than the than the show that we've been watching it just seems like so ludicrous and so like weird but it's like but... it's ludicrous but it's also the like animation effort that the ruby Spears show would not have gone to i think like yeah. they wouldn't have put yeah. any of that time into concepting that or anything like you know that show moves too fast to linger on a visual joke for that kind of time we had information doled out to us slowly over the course of multiple episodes that characters don't understand yet but will eventually which is like wild compared to Every episode of Ruby Spears Mega Man is it's in, set in its own universe. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, in the English dub of this episode, uh, Dr. Freud's hand blisters are censored. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, you know, uh, that kind of thing surprised me so much because you just you just never saw it on kids tv in the uk really Mm -hmm. so i can imagine that it just didn't make the western release also apparently there's no picture of what it was changed to but apparently the uh, the license plate was removed in the dub as well 
Because her name's not Yaito. Yeah, it's just Yai, yeah. But. That's Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> Iceman EXE is an Ice Baby. I think he is. I think he is. Uh, well, is there anything else you have to? I don't. I, I think that's. I think that's a decent. A decent analysis of these episodes. I think you know. Um, as ever, good episodes. I'm excited to see more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I had almost forgotten to watch these because I was just playing too many video games. <laughs> you mean like too much of one video game, or yeah, just just Elder Scrolls Arena. That's all. Good video game. I am a. It is a good video game. Um, if people want to tell you about good video games, or if you want to tell people about good video games. Are there any places online that people can connect with you to make that exchange of information happen? Yeah, my LinkedIn is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace where I do tweets about video games, sometimes Mega Man games, or you can find me at twitch.tv slash curl e brace with no underscores. It's, uh, you know, that's those are the places where I do things. Uh, I think we have another episode of Hand to Hand, Heart to Heart, the fighting game podcast I do, coming out soon. That'll be at abnormalmapping.com slash hand to hand. Oh, what's this one about? Uh, this one will be about Maiden and Spell, a game we have covered before. It's like a, it's a versus Toho game, pretty much. It's it's really I quite, think I remember that. It's really quite fantastic. But uh, we covered it as a side note in an episode we did about another bullet hell versus game. Uh, but it's had a full release now, and it's really, really good. So Cool. What about you, Nora? Where can people find you in the wide online you can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You can find my new podcast if you have already subscribed to We Are the Champions, my old League of Legends podcast. Uh, that that RSS feed is now home to Attention Duelists, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. If you didn't have enough of me watching a kids anime <laughs> selling a product in the real world with this show. You can listen to us watch Yu-Gi-Oh! starting at the beginning, which is Yu-Gi-Oh! 1998, <laughs> which some people call Season Zero. Uh, it's been fun. The, you know, they they don't play card games. They kind of play card games, but it, not really. Not in the way that you think. I didn't watch the show of Season Zero. I read the manga, and that's that's mm-hmm. where my, like, you know... And I, I like I, I read it like like a long like a while ago. So like I think probably like either while or just after the show that is like famous was airing in mm-hmm. the UK. So nobody nobody believed me when I told them that Yugi like was fucking shanking dudes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also a giant man, just a giant high schooler. He's like yes, yeah, twice the size or more of. Joey, who is twice the size of Yugi, so <laughs> that's that's what high school is like. <laughs> like, well, no, I'm maybe not high school, I don't know. late elementary school, early high school, I guess. Other things of note happening this month on Journal Updated: We're playing Tyranny, um, and also this month, from my own fun, I'm playing Elder Scrolls Arena. So you can send emails to Journal Updated at journalupdated at gmail dot com. 
uh, ask us about tyranny. We have a guest, which is M from Abnormal Math. Oh shit! Yeah, friend, friend of this show even. Um, and we're gonna talk about tyranny, that Obsidian game that nobody remembers. Yeah, I heard it was. I, I always heard it was good, but nobody I know has played it. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Um. Uh, and after that, we're playing Bioshock. So that'll be fun. Uh, Anything else podcasts I'm on? I can't think of any other announcements. Ars Arcanum is back. Also, if you haven't caught up on that. uh, We, yeah. Podcasts. Podcasts. They're what's for dinner. There is nowhere in the world you will get more high quality podcasts than the Export Audio Patreon. I guess sometimes we have a Patreon specific plug, right? Yeah, uh, patreon.com slash export audio. Give us your money so that I can do a Marble Hornets podcast and also, like, you know, pay for rent and stuff. But um, the Patreon is cool. I think Autumn and I are going to start maybe doing a Patreon exclusive podcast in the near future. Um, so if you like either. Uh, the acting of Ewan McGregor or guys in big rubber suits punching each other, <laughs> then uh, you should subscribe to the Patreon and you might get content about one of those things. <laughs> I don't think there's any crossover there between Ewan McGregor movies and Godzilla films, but you know, <laughs> we can hope. Until next time, delete. <laughs> <laughs>